have Andrew Logan with us to talk about, well, the 13th ever alternative Miss World, which is going to be happening on October the 18th at Shakespeare's Globe. Hello, Andrew, and thank Hello, you Rosie. so much for coming on to Resonance. Delighted. Have you, have you ever been on Resonance FM before? No. Because you're the sort of person that you should be on Resonance. <laughs> you're just so cool. You and you're be. so hidden. It's are we? wonderful. Did yes. you find us all right Behind then? Behind Costa Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we are in a strange little sort yeah, of alcove behind the... We've had people getting horribly lost trying to find <laughs> us. Um, and I wish that we had a sort of um, video camera today, really, because you're, you're wonderfully attired with uh, very bright kind of uh, outfits on today. What right. is, you've got a big number two on you. A which neon I, number. A neon number. What's that? Well, that's the theme of the next alternative Miss World. Ah, neon numbers. Yes, neon numbers. Because oh, you've got a number one on your on a ring as well yes that's right i've got a number one and a number two ah no but other I've got lots of no i've got lots of numbers at home in the numbers box at home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do they all what does it all mean well neon numbers first of all um i was thinking i'd done i've been over the previous 13 i've done a lot of themes i went through all the elements mm. and then i did the universe mm. And then I did the elements all together, including Void, which was, I think, almost my favourite. Void. Yes, because well, it's nothing. Yes, so yes. How, how do you, you how, how do you do, do, you do that? an event on nothing? <laughs> it was wonderful, um, and uh, and I woke up in the middle of the night. I don't know if you have had these inspirations, Rosie, where you just sit up and you think, oh, numbers. And yes, well, so, and when that you... just came to mind, and so. <laughs> When I have those waking up in the middle of the night moments, though, I, it's usually absolute rubbish that I think is genius and brilliant. I once, when I used to write songs and play yes. in a band, I once had this dream where I dreamt an amazing song and I woke myself up and I got out my little tape recorder that I had at the time and I sang it yeah. into the thing and I went back to sleep and I thought, right, I've, I've recorded that genius song. I, I, I can relax now, go back to sleep. Woke up properly the next morning Boy. and, and I, it was just gibberish. It was just... <laughs> it was, it was well, just weird. numbers will be, but anyhow. <laughs> no, I'm sure not, no. <laughs> so then the Globe thing happened through friends and I just, all my work, it's, I just allow things to happen. Yes. Very important, I don't. So the Globe appeared and we were offered the, the space, which was fantastic. I mean, it's what, thank you, Globe. I mean, it's the most wonderful place to be mm. having the old Tentimus world. But, wow. And... Um, well, tell us a bit about the heritage of Alternative Miss World. Yes. What, what exactly well, it, it is, in your words, yes. and when it well, started. Well, I call it a surreal art event for all-round family entertainment. Yes. And it first took place in my studio, which was a converted jigsaw factory, oh. in Hackney in 1972. Yes. For friends. Um, I remember the catwalk was made of old um, fruit boxes. <laughs> and then we had friends um, judging, and then we had people just... Well, everyone was dressed up, so some people went on the catwalk and some didn't. It was very obscure. Right. And it kind of, the next <laughs> 73, it began to tighten up a little. Mm. Um, but we had the winner and a crowning. And yes. You have cabarets. I think the first one I seem to remember, there was a wonderful girl. She did a striptease to Beethoven's Fifth. <laughs> Fantastic! Yeah. Yes, I wonder if I wonder if anything uh, <laughs> more sort of uh, kind of uh, anything like that has been done to Beethoven's fifth no. <laughs> uh, in any other situations. Who knows? Who so knows? that was how it began. 
And then it's somehow just... It's such a simple idea. I mean, I've been to Cruff's dog show, actually, and um, <laughs> that was the inspiration, really, for the whole event. And it's based on poise, personality and originality. Yes. Nothing to do with beauty. No. Um, and men and women enter, any mm. age. And then there's no restrictions on anything. We don't do rehearsals. Mm. So, And I, I know people are going to enter, but I have no idea what they're coming as. So it, for me, it's a complete surprise. Yes. And do you have sort of different rounds and things? Yes, well, we have, of course, of course. the day wear. Yes. And then we have <laughs> swimwear. And then we have evening wear with the oh-so-important personality interview. Oh, right, yes, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have a crowning. And in between we have cabarets. Yes, fantastic. And judges. You've had some quite famous judges over the years, haven't you? We have. I mean, I suppose the first one was David, David Hockney, who was a great friend. Mm. Sort of before he went to America. So David sat in. There was another man, Vern Lambert, I remember. And, um, yes, and then it, kind of the second one, I decided fashion. Mm. So all of because I was obsessed with kind of fashion at that time because mm. to me it was such an intransitive thing. You know, it's fleeting, gone. And I thought that was a wonderful idea. It's a bit like us, really. We're fleeting, so here for such a short time. Mm. And I remember it was Barbara Huluniki and Zandra, who I just met. Um, Sandra Rhodes. Yeah, yes. Marla Parkin and um, Thea Porter, um, Angie Bowie. And that was when oh, David yeah. tried to get in. Oh, right. And he couldn't... He couldn't was, get in? He couldn't get in. So he drove off. <laughs> People were climbing in the windows at that Just one. Just to try and get in. And you didn't let David Bowie in? Well, there was no room, so... <laughs> OK. But it's very much about... I know we live in a cult of personality now, very celebrity. Yeah, but then it was... And still is, I feel it's very much just people I know and if people would like to do it then I'm happy for them to join in mm. um, and so you've not done it every year because you're on 13 no, now no. and you started in 72 I know when I have the energy to do it and mm. um, it's this one I'm we're selling the glass house where I've been for 25 years in in Borough just off the Borough oh right so that's just down the road yeah, the glass as well. house which yeah. is a beautiful place and uh, my partner Michael Davis designed and built it mm. 25 years ago when it was very different round here then oh yes gosh and uh, so I thought well we're leaving we're moving let's celebrate with another old turn to Miss World fantastic uh, when was the last one you had before this then 2009 oh okay so there and has that been was a little a result gap. really as a culmination of a film which is ah. I believe is going to be put out on what's it colony I think it's called or something and it's mm. um, it's called the British Guide to Showing Off <laughs> and it's a history of the alternative Miss Worlds beautifully made by a guy called Jez Benstock oh, brilliant um, lot of animation and I've had every event archived always filmed mm. so there was archive goes right back to the very beginning oh wow I think Derek Derek Jarman Derek he, Jarman yeah. yeah he shot the, f the second one on Super H you know and um, some have been big movies and little movies, and but this was all put together in this. It's a fabulous movie. I'd highly recommend it. Very wow. watchable. How can we see that then? Well, I think it's. I said this is Colony, and then you can, it's available on DVD as well. Oh, on DVD as yeah. well. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Fantastic. Um, and in 1984, I read the the real Miss World competition actually oh. sued you. Is that oh, right? Oh yes, Eric and Julia. <laughs> <laughs> they sued the James Street Productions, Richard Gale. They yeah. they'd made this film called The Old Turned Miss World. It was when Divine uh, came on as the co-host. Oh, yes. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, yeah, it was fabulous. Uh, he was a great friend. And uh, 
And they decided we couldn't use the word Miss, Miss World. World. Oh, really? So I had to go to court. I remember sitting there, and there were all these other people on the other <laughs> side. There were hundreds of them on that side. It was just me sitting. But I had this fabulous little jewel that was a hologram eye that winked at the judge. <laughs> so I kept moving it up and down. And winking at you. Yes. And they, first of all, so they put their case, and then it was then taken to appeal mm. and to Lord Denning. And he, um, there was a post of me with my arms up in the air, half, I think I was half man, half woman, and with my arms up in the air, wow. the poster. And uh, he said, how can you compare this hideous-looking poster to the most beautiful women in the world, case dismissed? And that's what happened. Oh. And that was when I think Tony Blair was, our, was working for us. Amazing. I he, thought, when he was back, when he was when he working was in the law, I was thinking, right. well, he can't. He must be. A, he must make a wonderful uh, prime minister. Well, of course, I was wrong there, wasn't I? <laughs> <laughs> at the at the time, I just remember his teeth. He had these teeth. Yes, it was what, all a shiny, white shiny teeth. teeth. Yes, it was yes. all a world. Because when you went, you went from the courts of justice. You walked down this corridor to the appeal court. Yeah, so, completely instant. Mm. And all these people in robes and everything. It was kind of. It's overwhelming, really. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess Tony Blair did a did a good job for you then. Anyway, he did. So. Yes, thank, thank you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and so, what? Who's judging um, Alternative for Miss World this year? Well, I've got lovely friends. I seem to have a lot of octogenarian friends. Which That's I was great. Rather wonderful, actually. Fab. Yes. So we've got Fenella Fielding. Yeah. Angela Flowers, Molly Parkin. We mm. were going to have Bruce Lacey, mm. but he's got degenerative something eye, oh. so he can't actually see. Oh, oh so right. As he, he, I guess that he agreed. He said he'd love oh. to do it, and then he phoned up and said, "Well, actually, I think perhaps I shouldn't." <laughs> so, okay. um, but sadly, and we've got uh, we've got young people like Daniel Lismore is going to do it, and um, who else have we got? Oh, Antia Eno, mm. Brian Eno's wife. Um, my brother Peter, who right. did a lot of the music, ah. he was brilliant. In the 70s, he used 70s sort of ambient music. But the funny thing is, if you put it on stage and get people to parade in front of it, it changes. It's extraordinary what the music can do. Mm, it, um, is, it is Yeah, amazing, he was very clever with the music, so he's judging. Mm. Um, and so I think it's about 15 judges altogether. Oh, quite a, quite a strong uh, field of judges there. Geraldine then. somebody. Right. I can't remember her name. She's, in, she's on the telly and films and stuff. <laughs> Very famous. I like, I like to be able to phone someone and say, would you mind, you know, doing yeah. And they'll say, oh, yes. It was like Julian Clary who last, <laughs> he'd, and Ruby, both of them. I just phoned them up and I <laughs> said, can you, you know, do alternative and they said, oh, we'd love to do it. Instead of going through agents and press and this. Yes. And well, if you've got the contacts book, yes. that's the way to do it, it's isn't just, it? I just, yeah. yeah, I just find that, and that's what the event is about, really. For me, it's the contestants that are really the most important. Of course, of course. Because and can contestants still enter? I'm afraid not. Ah, that's closed. We've got 16. Well, we haven't got very long. No, no, you, you see, haven't we, now, have we you? Start, well, no, time-wise, we start at six, 7 o'clock. Yeah. And we have to be out by 11. 
Oh, I see. Right. Oh, yes. So not got long in that sense. <laughs> you know, it's the it's the globe. They they have only a certain amount of time. Right. And we're sold out. Tickets are completely oh, sold so out. Oh, so no one can even um, no, it's still terrible. buy a ticket. Oh, no. That's I mean, shame. it's wonderful, but I but feel I suppose we'll, we'll have to watch that film. We'll have yes. to get the DVD. That's what we'll we need to do. Well, perhaps I be holding up their telephones. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> we'll look for those yes. clips on YouTube. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fantastic. And is there anything else that you're working on? I mean, obviously, your background is, is as a sculptor. Yeah, I am a sculptor. What, well, what are you even on? the alternative world, I consider a sculpture. It's like uh-huh. one huge sculpture. Oh, a sort of living sculpture. Yes, it embraces yes. lots of people. But at the moment, well, I'm actually having a show, actually, at the um, Southwark Cathedral. Ooh. I think opening on the 12th and running through for about a month. And the refectory there mm. is called Sunshine. Yes. And it'll be glass pieces and watercolours sort of dedicated to sunshine. Wow. Um, so that's happening. And really my major thing is I'm doing a big installation at the new Mumbai airport in, in Mom, Bom, Bombay. Right. <laughs> Mumbai. Mumbai. I know it's getting mumble. <laughs> um, sounds like Spike Milligan, doesn't it? Yeah. I remember meeting Spike Milligan years ago at a wow. radio show. And I'd just done my first one-man show. Yeah. And I had this dead horse lying out on the pavement <laughs> as a settee. Right. And he thought I was completely crazy. I can't imagine why. I like, well, especially from Spike Milligan, I think, of all the people. <laughs> oh, think, who, who would think yes, that was quite normal. Yes. Yeah, normal. <laughs> And um, so I'm doing that, which is, it'll be a big project. It's six months, it's a 45-foot installation. Wow. What they're doing in Asia now is they're taking, this is a huge airport. It makes Heathrow look like a um, poachage stamp. And they've got one and a half kilometres of art, which is <gasps> a friend of mine's curating. Yeah. Wow. In this, it's fantastic. And I'm very privileged to be part of that. Mm. So that's something for the future. And then, of course, selling London and... De- dedicating more time to the museum in Mid Wales. Ah, I have a little museum in Mid Wales. Where, whereabouts exactly? A little village called Berryu. 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 Ah, sounds <laughs> Berryu, not bury me. And it's um, <laughs> between Welshpool and Newtown, Great. right on the border. Yeah, more sheep than people. I mean, it's a crazy place to have a museum. But uh, <laughs> we opened in 1991. Mm. And uh, so I want to give more time to that. Mm. And I'll just downsize in London. I'll have something smaller here. Right. Um, But I'm not going to leave. I'm certainly... No. no. How long have you been in London? Gosh, since 1970. Right, right. Gosh, you will have seen some changes then, I guess. I certainly have. Yes, yes. Well, they're for the good and for the bad. And that's change, isn't it? Yes. Changing life. Absolutely. Mm. You see, my work is about joy. Yes. happiness. It's a very simple message, but you often, you don't really see it in art very much, I'm afraid. You don't, it's not something that mm. really comes to mind. Yes, yes, we're often exploring it's the really, darker things. Yes, the darker side. Yeah. And I really want to just celebrate life. You know, my short, my life is very short and I just want to really have fun on the way. Brilliant. Well, I think we should end our conversation on that very positive and uplifting note. Andrew Logan, thank you very much for joining us on Resonance on Out in South London. Alternative Miss World is sold out, but go and look up that DVD. (laughs) 